What up, Ashley? Hello, Mervin. Oh, man. Boys is getting quiet. Gonna get crunk. Yeah. Head back to Longview, Kelly popping trunk. Yeah. I ain't even tripping. Yeah. Riding and I'm sipping. Yeah. Let me come through four foes that are tipping. Yeah. Yeah. On that new lap. Yeah. Watch the trunk crack. Yeah. Let me sit sideways, see me running back. Yeah. Maybe AP. Yeah. Maybe AD. Yeah. I ain't even tripping because we some athletes. Yeah. Is the more right, it must be a, uh, it's a nod to my co-host, not necessarily me, especially if you ask her, because she just thinks she knows everything in the world, and I'm here to set it straight. It has always been one of my dreams slash goals to work with Ashley, um, to do anything sports-related, talking with her, um, because she is one of the smartest people I know, especially uh, sports-wise. Okay, a compliment. It has always been an honor, an honor. To work with a cast member of the Doug Dynasty. Ashley, I hate you. Okay. This is Ashley Moore, and you're listening to the More Right Than Wrong podcast. What do? What do? Hello, everybody. Hello, 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 hello. We are back for yet another week of the More Right the Wrong podcast. It is episode 93. We are just seven episodes away from the big 100. Now, Mervin has said for 100, he will shave his beard. I did not say so, that. You said, if we got 100, you said if we got 100 listeners on episode 100, right? Can you shave your beard? No, I did not say that. Stop putting words in my mouth once again. Okay. All right. Cool. Now. Anyways. If you I, now, I did say uh, if we get a hundred listeners for episode one hundred, Ashley has to pay me a hundred dollars. Okay. Now. I think you missed that part. Okay. What incentive does it have for the people? If we, if we got it up to a hundred, if we, if if the viewers, mm-hmm. I mean not the viewers, if the listeners, right, if they got us to a hundred, and then you promised you would shave your beard afterwards. That's incentive for them right. to then look at a picture of you looking how you looking without that beard. Well, actually, let's and be clear. And we can all laugh. That's incentive. Let's that's, be clear. That's not laughter good. makes the heart happy. That's not good for anybody. <laughs> so, yeah, no. I, I don't know. I think I'd enjoy it. Ashley, you've seen I me without a beard. I think I'd enjoy it. Yes. And it's it's, it's not pretty. <laughs> It's not pretty. <laughs> Y'all know when chipmunks like put all the nuts in they um <laughs> in their cheeks <laughs> and close their mouths. That's what Mervin looks like with his beard shaved. You know, but hey, praise the Lord for giving you such a flourishing beard because Amen. it truly is, you know, an identity for you. You know, it is. You are yes. Because yes. without it, it's it, it's bad, and it's worse because yeah. I don't have any hair on my head. And so being bald and barefaced, I've done it in the pa- within the past few years. And I've I, every time I like scroll through and see that picture, I'm like, never again, never yeah, doing cold. that again. You look cold. Well, luckily I did it when I did it. It was like April, uh, so it, I didn't have to worry about the temperature. But yeah, it definitely it's a very la- it's a very uh, big lack of insulation. So. It was yeah. giving patient. Okay. Wow. Um, like you just look 
like it was, you know, you know, a little sick. That's fair. I can see that. It's mm-hmm. just, yep. wow. Sorry. Um, Anyways. I just thought of a piece of audio that we could, <laughs> might be a little fun to chuckle at, and I just needed to, you know, actually <laughs> be somewhat of a legitimate producer here and get it real quick, so... Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. The like legitimate it. producer doesn't show up that often, guys. You know. Right. Say, if you don't get it in at the beginning, it ain't getting in. It ain't getting in. Or, <laughs> that, or, that's the normal rules. Or, please do me a favor and don't ask me to download five clips of audio from a video that's not on Twitter or Instagram or YouTube that I can easily do five minutes before we're supposed to record. Yeah. That's all I ask. I just Y'all. ask for time. That's all I ask for trouble. is time. Murphy be having trouble, and I'm like, oh, let me do it real quick and have it back to him immediately. All I ask is that for not is, how it goes, Murphy? All I ask for is time. <laughs> Anyways, um, let's get to the rundown for today. Uh, we're obviously talking NFL people. Uh, there was no NCAA. Um, yeah, Army play Navy. Like I said. Um, <laughs> wow. Way to be anti-American there, Ashley. Okay, I'm not anti-American. Did you watch the Army versus Navy not. game, Murphy? But I was at work, so, so I had an excuse. I was about to say I watched it last year. So who? Uh, it was it was bad football anyway, so I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah, I you know, I look forward to more competitive. You know, right. more. Right. Yeah. Right. No offense to the Army or Navy right. football no, teams. No, 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 no. It's no. just been some down years. Right. Shout out know? to our armed forces. Yeah, but, but, but football. The, the level of football is right. It's not but, where where it has been in the past. I'll say that. Right, and we like watching good football. Right. I stopped watching my alma mater play this year, so right. hey, I'll stop watching anybody if it's not entertaining me. Anyways, uh, on the run- of alma mater, I got a question for you after you uh, do this rundown. Okay, uh, on the rundown today, we are talking in the NFL how the Cowboys barely escaped the Texans. Tom Brady stuck up the joint. And with Tom Brady, we're going to go into some subsections about, you know, Brock Purdy, uh, Brady signing his interception, one of his interception balls, and skipping Shannon got to it. Now, I saw this, maybe when you sent it to me. Mm-hmm. But then when I got on Twitter, I didn't start seeing things. I'm like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very interesting, folks. Very, very interesting. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about other things. Um, probably Baker Mayfield, um, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else. Um, did you watch, see some of the game, the uh, Cardinals? I saw a little bit of it. Um, yeah. When I tell you everybody named Mama was getting hurt, it was a grass field at that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, anyways. Um, for the culture segment, um, we are talking finally. The Met, the Stallion versus Tory Lane's trial has been has begun. And when mm-hmm. I tell y'all, day one has already been some tea. Messy. That's mm-hmm. been some, you know. We'll, we'll we'll get to it. I'll give you a debrief if you ain't, you know, if you don't know what's going on, I got you. But uh, yeah, we've been waiting on this trial, and it's finally here. And oh my God, T. Mm-hmm. But anyways, what were you about to say about our alma mater? Oh uh, no, well no, it's not our our alma mater. It's your high school. Um, oh, because of course you know mater. I follow you on everything. Yes. Um, and so I saw that you <laughs> were a little upset on Saturday because. With 56 seconds left to go in the game, you got stuck in a lightning delay. Yes, How the lightning they... delay that kept restarting, by the way. Yeah, that's that's always a fun one. I, I've gotten caught in a lightning delay in the first quarter of a game that lasted for three hours. 
but at the very least, it was in the first quarter of the game. So it's not like you're winding down stories already written. Uh, that had to suck. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so it was already raining. Mm-hmm. Pretty bad. Okay, we down there, camera wrapped up, I'm wrapped up, running up and down the sideline, you know. Um, and then, you know, I go to my car to edit. The other teams go two touchdowns, so they up by three points. So, mm-hmm. on top of it raining, <laughs> you know, as now, granted, I am uh, working. <laughs> so, I'm recording the game for news purposes, but uh, watching my alma mater play people, um, as you can imagine, my emotions are there. I right. try not to show them. I show right. them in good ways, but they're there. Um, so, I get back out there for the fourth. It's raining, the wind blowing. We're losing. It's mm-hmm. pouring. Who are y'all playing? Alito. I thought so. Okay. Which it's solid team, by the way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, it's pouring. Um, when our main guys fumbled the ball, we're down three. When our main guys fumbled the ball, like at the thirty yard line, with a, a minute and fifty seconds to go. Ugh. So we, I'm like, oh my god. Then they get the ball, and our defense makes a stop, and we get the ball back with 56 seconds to go. Pause. We got the ball back with like a minute and eight seconds to go. Mm -hmm. Our quarterback takes a sack. Takes a sack. Worst thing you can do. A six-yard sack with a minute to go. Um, And then we're second and 16, 56 seconds to go. And they call a lightning delay. Like, okay, are you serious? We have 56 seconds to go in the game. Okay, but it's three-point. Let's be clear. It's three-point game. That 56 seconds could turn into 15 minutes. That's true. But we didn't see it. Feels like 50, it feels like 56 seconds in a blowout. They probably just let that ride. But you got to play. You got to err on the side of caution. Yeah. Um... Yeah, we we didn't see any lightning in the area. So, you know, we over here discussing our game plans. Like, what should they do? You know, what would you call coming mm-hmm. out on a lightning <laughs> delay? Lightning delay go from 30 minutes. We get down to 15 minutes. Eight, mm-hmm. It restarts. Lightning in the area again. Back to 30 minutes. It get down to eight minutes. It restarts. Lightning in the area again. Back to 30 minutes. Like, bruh, the game started at 7. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what time did that game end? Games. I mean, game started at two. Ended at six twenty-two. Ooh. Two o'clock. We out there for four and a half hours in that the rain. That ain't that bad. Mervin, four and a half oh, hours okay, in the, the rain. rain. The rain. I forgot about that part. <laughs> yes. That's in a, the you, rain. We, we've sat through game. We've sat through stuff that's more than four and a half hours before. But yeah, I forgot. Yeah, the rain is probably cold too. And then we're getting post it is pouring raining so my camera is getting poured on mind you i have a cover but not on the lens my mm-hmm. camera's getting poured on while i'm getting posts from the coach but you know shout out to my lobos though you know what i'm saying you know hey, we lost but shout out to you know my the quarterback you know mm-hmm. i said he took a sack hey great season we had the number one receiver in the state Jalen hale mm-hmm. you know taylor tatum coming back next year shout out to my team number one in the state made it to the state semis but great job guys for great those job. who don't follow high school football in the state Longview is solid, and I yes, I would never. Solid. I I'll joke with Ashley, but Longview is one of the best teams in the state, hands yes. down. But if you're number look, one in the state, if you're gonna lose to somebody, 
Alito is not a bad team to lose to. Yeah. <laughs> they, they too are a very solid team. Yes. They, Alito is the people is a group of people that likes to joke around, and they made a joke about a they were going going to state a few years ago, and they were like, "Hey Jerry, if you want to see a champion, we'll be there on Saturday." It's like, dang, that was it's kind of it was paraphrasing, but I was like, that's pretty good. But shout out to them. Also, yeah. shout out to uh, Duncanville, DeSoto, and uh, South Oak Cliff, yep. all making it to the uh, to the state championships this year. Uh, all fifteen minutes apart. Fifteen, right? So, hey, that's uh, one is one is enough. Two would be great. Three would be absolutely amazing. So, uh, trying to repeat from last year, I'm pretty sure Duncanville has to play North Shore again, which I'm sure they hate North Shore with every fiber of their being at this point. Because <laughs> I still rem- did you. I don't think you were there, but no, I still that you know exactly what I'm talking about though. That 2018 championship mm-hmm. where North Shore won on a hail mary at the end, mm-hmm. yeah, that was. Yeah, I was there that day, and uh, you know I don't usually cheer for rivals, but my brother went to Duncanville, so you know, was hoping for a win for them, and yeah, that was a that was a tough one then, and they they just can't get over North Shore. That's a, I think North Shore might be the only team in the state that they can't beat. They could probably beat Katie. They could beat some of those other schools, but it's just something about North Shore. So we'll see how that goes. Yep, yep. Yes, we will. Uh, anyways, but yeah, my team lost. Uh, same day, Houston Cougars lost to Alabama. Mm-hmm. So both of my teams, I got on here and bragged about how my high school was number one in the state, my college mm-hmm. number one in the country. Both did not tell, the rankings. Didn't I tell you to stop cheering for people on here because you keep jinxing them? Oh, pause. Okay. Did I tell you that a long time ago? No, 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 no. Okay. The people I've jinxed, I've, I've cheered for all my life, LeBron James, four NBA championships. Let's not get on all the other accolades. Patrick Mahomes, he has him a nice, beautiful Super Bowl. Right. And he, uh, threw, the a, he threw a pick last have, season right after you said he didn't The, the Longview Lobos, we have a state uh, championship, a 6A state championship mm-hmm. at that. Come on now. Still shot. How was Longview down to 5A? Uh, population, you know, up and down. The people leaving East Texas or something? Um, I say the classes. Like if okay. you have like a big senior class and they graduate, oh, okay. you know, and you yeah. get get caught on a, a redistricting year, right? Okay. Right. Fair enough. Longview like literally the, switches classifications all the time. When I was because like college, you said that, and I was like, how yeah. is okay? But when I was in high it. school, we were four A my first two years. Mm-hmm. We ran through everybody in every sport: I basketball, football, like undefeated. See that. <laughs> I get why the UIL does what they do when it comes to it. It makes perfect sense. Uh-huh. But yeah. maybe because cause low key, like when I was in high school, Cedar Hill was only a few like a few students from being a four a, a 4A, you know, back when before it became six A and, and down. Uh-huh. Have we moved to four A? We would have been blowing people out by thirty five points. You might look. I get. Let's start at pop, uh, at class enrollment. And maybe let's factor in how good is this team? And did they just win a state championship in the last few years in a higher uh, division? Because if they did, let's maybe keep them up there so they don't just run away with it like they're about to. Yep. Just a thought, Mr. UIL. Ooh, Bronny James just slammed down an epic alley-oop. Oh! Uh, sorry, y'all. Uh, Bronny James and uh, Kyan Anthony's teams are playing each other mm-hmm. on ESPN2. Uh, but, yes. Um, but, yeah, we ran through everybody my first two years of school. And then we went back up to 5A. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But my freshman year, we made it to the regional tournament in basketball. You know what I'm nice. saying? That's like we was running through folks. And the only reason why we didn't make it uh, to state, we could have won state that year, but our starting mm. point guard got into a car accident. So, and she had a full ride to DePaul University. Dang. Exactly. So solid. Yeah. Anyways, what? Was that fight with DeSoto when we were in high school? Who's fight with DeSoto? Longview. No. I would have. No. Hmm. You mean football fight? Yeah. No. I don't think. Hmm. No, 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 no. I think that was after us. No. Oh, okay. I just remember. I don't know why. When I was in school, we had two brawls with Marshall. We actually mm-hmm. had three. Two on the football field, one on the basketball court. Mm. Like brawls. <laughs> Those are our rivals, though. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, we had a 6'8 girl on our team, our mm-hmm. basketball team. They had a 6'8 girl. And oh. we didn't talk about no tall, skinny girls. We talking about... Oh, bruises. We talking about... Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, the big show. You know how the big show's built? Mm-hmm. Like, big, big 6'8 oh. girls. Yeah. Um, nice. Anyways. Okay, let's get to the NFL. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, yeah, I ain't got no more questions. All right, let's go. Uh, the Cowboys mm-hmm. barely escaped the Texans. Oh boy. Now, I was watching this game, and uh, I clearly root for the Texans to lose every game from here on out because, mm-hmm. you know, number one pick, right. you know, we need a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Because we got some. As you saw, Mervin, you watched the game. Mm-hmm. You see, we have some solid. These you, last This last yeah. draft, we got some solid players. You, do, you saw Jalen Petrie. J- hey. I, I, I'm going to tell them like I told you. I, I need that Jalen Petrie fellow to stay in Dallas because he nah. was, hey, look, my man's was balling yesterday. Like, I yes. hadn't, obviously, I'm not keeping up with the Texans like that, so I hadn't heard of him. But every time it was like a receiver coming or a tight end making a play and a safety coming downhill and separating man from football, it's Petrie. I'm like, who is this kid? I ain't never yep. heard of him, but he's yep. solid. And Damian Pierce. I think he was our fourth rounder. Damian Pierce was our fifth round, mm-hmm. uh, fifth round pick, running back. I've been talking about him since, you know, yeah. I've mentioned him here. Damian Pierce is solid. Yes, he solid. is. Solid. And then Derek Stingley Jr., mm-hmm. um, our other our, our corner, he's out, hurt. That's another rookie we got. Like, yeah. you know, we need a quarterback. We got we, we yes, also need do. some help on that line, but we have so many draft so, picks. Well, like, go ahead. So let's Let's get into yeah. it. You mentioned quarterback, and I texted this to you yesterday during the game. Yes. So the Texans yes. and the Cowboys, it was a close game yesterday. That's uh, funny when, that you said that. Okay, go ahead. Well, Cow- Cowboys ended up winning. But the Texans were Barely. actually right. – Cowboys needed that two-minute drill. Yes, we did. Um, but the Texans, they were essentially running the two-quarterback system with Davis Mills uh, and uh, Jeff, Jeff Driscoll. Driscoll. Mm-hmm. And I texted Ashley because I was like, why aren't they – Keeping Driscoll in the game, it's it seemed like from my eyes that the Texans were doing a lot more with Driscoll running the show than with uh, Davis Mills back there. Um, I I saw that message and I agreed until you sent that because right after you t- sent right. that, then, Davis Mills had that game <laughs> winning drive. Balling, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not game winning drive. Uh, uh, game scoring, I'm touchdown scoring drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was slaying that thing too. He was slinging that thing down the field, Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. That was the best he done looked all season. I'm like, who is this? Because you know how I feel about Davis Mills. Get oh. him up out of here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but la- last week I did say he needed to start again because Kyle Allen wasn't it either. Mm-mm. Now, I'm all for us losing, but, like, the Texans are terrible, people. Yes. For those that don't know, the Texans are terrible. We have, like, some of the young guys we got, playmakers. But we need to start rebuilding on – 
other areas mm-hmm. of the team, especially at quarterback. Because if you ain't got no quarterback, you ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. But the but unfortunate yes. thing is you almost have to build everything else up first and then go find the quarterback. Yeah, but if you got the if you got the number one pick in a draft and you got a quarterback like a Bryce Young in the draft. Right. Or a CJ Stroud, right. you it, get you get a quarterback. Well the reason I say that, you know, it I you know I me, mean, my thought is always the worst thing you can do with a quarterback is have him drafted early and then have him in a position where he has to play and he can't really develop and he's in a bad he'll be coming to a maybe developing situation, but not the best situation to come into in Houston to where he has to run the show from day one. It's not always the best scenario. I mean, we had Deshaun Watson. Drafted Deshaun Watson. Wait, but he developed as a quarterback. Like, we mm-hmm. saw him at Clemson. We drafted him. But and Deshaun Watson developed as a quarterback. We saw it before our eyes. Well, and the yeah, team no, actually Watson. got – the team actually became good with Deshaun Watson. That's true. And a Bryce Young could do something just like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just – you know. Now, granted, the Texans weren't well, – The Texans were a little bit better in 2017 than they are right now. Yes. We definitely had a, a – a, great defensive unit mm-hmm. back then you know what i'm saying but uh you know you can you know we see we, we see players develop within organizations and the texans if you look at their offense now i think you know we just need to, you know we do need to you know when it comes to the coaching staff <laughs> you know we need to figure something out you right. know i ain't saying lovey spim need to be fired i'm just saying maybe the play caller Maybe, right, you know, uh, you know, it's funny you say that. It's the first time I ever heard somebody at a bar, probably slightly intoxicated, make sense. Uh, especially <laughs> when talking about football. But earlier, it was a dude talking to me, and he was saying he was pretty much talking about how the Texans have no online because we were talking about Damian Pierce and how solid he is, but he would be uh-huh. a lot better if you had a better online, right? Which is saying a lot because he's already a good running back. Uh-huh. And we're talking about Arian Foster. And that zone running scheme that the Texans used to have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it seems like your offensive coordinator is trying to run that scheme, but doesn't have the personnel to run that scheme. And doesn't and doesn't understand that you run the scheme for the personnel you have um, until you get the personnel you want. Correct. If people, if y'all have ever watched the Texans play, one in the offense is on the field, it is absolute chaos. Damian Pierce, what makes him so spectacular? Is his yards after contact? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because our offensive line needs needs some work. Yeah. Needs a lot of work, actually. Right. Because let me tell you something. It's kind of skipping towards the end. If Damian Pierce was in the game at the end, the Texans win. Because well, yes. when Dak gave a, gave y'all the ball back at the four yard line, uh huh, the first and second down might have happened the same way. But that third down that Demarcus Lawrence got Rex Burkhead in the backfield, there was a wide open gap. Yep. And I don't think that Damian Pierce goes down that easy. Yeah, no. No, he does not. But Damian Pierce was hurt on the sidelines, mm-hmm. Kiki and Kaka, you know. I mean, if my team, there's no future for us. And I, you know, can't play. I'm Kiki and Kaka on sideline right. too. Uh, but yeah, so back to your quarterback thing. That's funny because you said that, and then once Davis Mills had that uh touchdown um, scoring drive, I'm mm-hmm. just like, ah, I'm liking the two-quarterback scheme right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm liking it. Until Jeff Driscoll had the ball with the fourth down. Did you talk about chaos? 
That what? play was chaos. What <laughs> that, was going on? That what fourth happened? and goal at the end was pure chaos. What? Because what in the world were they doing? What? <laughs> <laughs> what were they doing? Typical Texans mm-hmm. offense. Pepe Hamilton needs to be fired, okay? Fired. Why would mm-hmm. you? I'm sorry. I get the Jeff Driscoll. You said he was looking good. Well, fourth and goal. You know, uh, you're starting running back is out. Um, you know, now granted, <laughs> Davis Mills, and you know, pretty terrible as well. Mm-hmm. But Jeff Driscoll has been on the practice squad, okay? Like, you had enough faith in him to trust that he could deliver on fourth and goal. This mm-hmm. man did not even know what the play was. Oh, there's no way he did. There's no <laughs> way he did. Because <laughs> like, that was horrible. Like, I at least would want Davis Mills on the field. To at least right. he know what the play is. Will he execute? I don't know. But at least he going to run what you drew up. Right. Yeah, that was – I mean, I'm going to sound like I'm praising the Cowboys for this win, and I'm not. But that was one of the, that was where the situation comes in, where it's the end of the game, it's close. And then you find out who that – the better team finds a way to – not shoot themselves in the foot and the worst team and the, the bad team does. Yeah, because the Texans uh were given chances. The reason why <laughs> the reason why the Texans were in the game is because the Cowboys was tripping. Okay. Right. Uh Dak Prescott. <laughs> um how many picks did he have? Two or three. Two. Just the two? Yes. Um Dak Prescott with two picks. Mm-hmm. Uh the one one was tipped which we got one was the ball. tipped up and then one uh he got his hand hit. But we got the ball at the four-yard line. Right. And you should have scored and sealed the game, and you didn't. Now, I will yes. say this, though. When, obviously, this doesn't work unless DeMarcus Lawrence makes a huge play on third down. Um, but I, the the interception led to uh, Jason Peters coming in for that last drive, mm-hmm. which I saw something where it was like Jason Peters was like, all right, I might need to go ahead and, like, ask Coach if I can get in here because this ain't going too well. And he said by the t- he turned around and the co- Joe Philbin was already in his face like, all right, you're going in. Because you got to remember, Terrence Steele was the right, uh, right tackle. Terrence mm-hmm. Steele got hurt. He got rolled up on it towards ACL. And then Blake Bell was in there. Blake Bell got beat two plays in a row. Because remember, <laughs> they, the play before Dak threw the interception, Dak got hit on the throw as well. I think I think his hand got hit now when – Luckily, just fell to the turf. But, yeah, we um, – it just shows. Injury can ruin a game and a season, of course. But injuries at the wrong time can put you in the wrong spot. Not that I'm making excuses for it because it should have never been that close in the first place. But right. Mm-hmm. It still happened. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And also, speaking of offensive coordinators who need to have their jobs reexamined, actually – the first drive, the Cowboys got the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Probably at the 25. No, Kevontae Turpin brought it out, but around the 25, right? Mm-hmm. I think I heard the stat that the Cowboys got 55 yards on the ground in that first drive. And for some, and somehow, by the end of the first half, that kept throwing the ball 30 times. If you are playing a team and you are running the ball... I didn't know Dak throw. threw the ball. That I think Dak threw the ball like 40 half. times yesterday. Yes. 
If you're running the ball with ease and they can't stop you, you run the football. Has he not seen the Derrick Henry stats against the Texans? Right. Like, it's a reason why his 200-yard games are against the Texans. (laughs) Right. Just just killing. I'm all for adding wrinkles to the offense. Keep them off, uh, to keep the defense off balance, never let them know exactly what you're doing. I'm all for that. Don't get me wrong. But I'm also a fan of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right? If they're going to let you run the ball, just run the ball. You got one of the best, if not the best running back duo in the league. I don't think I can really think of too many, too many better running back duo, duos in the NFL right now. Just utilize them. Hit them in the mouth of Zeke, burn them downfield with Pilot. Do what you're going to do and keep it pushing. And also, the Cowboys kind of, I'm, Dak didn't say it. He denied this in the uh, post-game press conference. But they definitely were listening to the media hype and, oh, they're going to beat them by 30. Oh, they're the Texans. They're so, so. It's any given Sunday in this league. And it shows when you have a game like that where you only win by three points again. Uh, I'm sorry, four points against a team that you're favored by 17 and a half at one point during the week. And it doesn't, and it, it's bad because you know how some games it just kind of trickles and you're like, you look up and you're like, what's going on? It started from the that first punt that the Texans had when Kevontae Turpin uh, muffed that punt and the Texans got the ball back and ended up going down the field and scoring and tying it to 7-7 as opposed to the Cowboys going down the field and making a 14-0 and probably turning that thing into the runaway that it was supposed to be. Got to get it together. But I will say this. I wish it wasn't the Texans, more so because I was not prepared to have to have my phone turned off for the next five hours after the clock hit triple zero because I know somebody who would have been blowing my phone up until I answered. Um, Interesting. Or having to talk about it on this podcast. But... I'm glad to see that we can deal with adversity and somehow figure out a way to win. Let's try not to get ourselves in these situations in the first place against lesser opponents, but I'm glad we still got to win. And I'm glad we're kind of attempting to keep pace with Philadelphia, even though they're deciding to just, you know, blow teams out left and right. Right. So, yeah. Right. Well, um, about the running back thing, um, chat to Dallas. Shout out to Dak, apparently, for letting it be known that Zeke is running back one, number one. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Letting him, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God y'all down the field or whatnot. Shout out. That's, you know, that's respect. You know what I'm saying? Although, Tony Pollard, RB1. Um, also, um, a running back duo that I would choose over Cowboys is uh, definitely uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. That's solid. Definitely taking that duo over Ezekiel Elliott, Tony Pollard. But uh, yeah. Um, hey, like you said, it, what matters is the win. Y'all executed the two-minute drill, ninety-eight yard mm-hmm. game-winning drive. That's that's right. that's that's some good stuff. But I think this was what separates y'all from like actual Super Bowl winning teams. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the Eagles not about to be out here playing with their food with the Texans. Like, this. well, the Eagles barely beat the Texans. Let's. <laughs> The Eagles barely beat the Texans and they barely beat the Colts. Let's let's be real here. Okay, it was it it wasn't like this. it wasn't like this. You're right. It, it, mm-hmm. There was no doubt that the Eagles were going to win that game against the, the Texans. The Texans literally lost this game. Had yes. Texans 
scored that touchdown in that fourth and goal, Dallas it. would have lost. But because the Texans are incompetent, okay, mm-hmm. on the offensive end of the ball, and Damian Pierce was out, if he didn't get hurt, that would have been a touchdown. Uh, he would have just made it way. Um, but, yeah, because the Texans, like, literally, Jeff Driscoll, who was on the practice squad before playing on Sunday, literally had no clue what play was called. Like, it was clear as day. Because that happened, Cowboys were able to march it down the field. Mm-hmm. Had Texans scored that touchdown, they would have won. That would have been game. But, hey, you know, it is what it is. Uh, y'all got the win. You know what I'm saying? Texans, what are we, 1-11-1. One, one and 1-11-1, one. One, yes. Which yes. I just think that that we play the Chiefs that next. One, that one that second one is just comical to me because <laughs> y'all were up First seventeen the in the season. fourth quarter and blew it. Yep. 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 Yeah, that was that that's the most comical one I've I I've seen in a while. Yep. Yep. It's just <sighs> Just don't even know what to say. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what or, to say. Well you're right. But you know, maybe here's an idea. The fortunes of the Texans have gone downhill ever since that Chiefs game a few years ago. Yep. What if they decide to just come out playing lights out, upset the Chiefs, and they turn the fortunes around again? Um... Okay, guess not. Hey, you're the one that talks about the beauty of sports all the time, so I'm just pulling from your playbook. Listen, the Texans have a, you know – have some key the key pieces of their staff are black black mm-hmm. men you know what I'm saying um and you know Levy Smith Pep Hamilton you know I you know listen I fool with y'all but um get it together yes because um you know in a normal situation, I would be saying, <laughs> clear the house. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, we have a few draft picks. Lash, um, our now defense obviously still needs work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we, 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 we got some key pieces in secondary. You know what I'm saying? Offensive line, defensive line, that's next. You know, but we definitely need a quarterback. So I'm fine with picking a quarterback number one. I'm totally fine with that. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say about that one. But, yeah, Dallas barely won. Um, and had they won, even my news director work said, I was, like, I really was, like, paying close attention that final minute because had the Texans won, I would have dreaded coming to work to see you on Monday. I said, as you should. Mm-hmm. As you should have. Yeah. I got a text. Matter of fact, yesterday I was on the way to work. Of course, I had to def- uh, maybe didn't. Or did have the game on on my phone watching it uh, while driving. Uh, but I got a text message from my bartender at work and said, we're really excited to see you at work. And I knew exactly what it was about. because, And it's funny because she don't watch sports at all. But uh-huh. somehow everybody in the building was waiting on me to walk in. This is why the Texans were still up. I, would, I, I wouldn't have been able to deal with it. I would have had to be like, look, I'm going to just go sit in the office for a while. I got some stuff I need to do. I can't talk to guests right now because I would have had I would have dreaded having to be at work yesterday had the Cowboys lost that game. Yep. Yep. As you should have. I wish we had won so we can just talk trash. But you know, hey, it is what it is. Um and yeah, that's what had happened. Um, real quick, remember you texted me um 
the Baker Mayfield news, and I told mm-hmm. you, I said, I said, yeah, I saw it. I said they said he might uh play on um, right. on Thursday. That was the Thursday game, wasn't it? That was the Thursday game, yes. Yeah, I said, I said they say he might play on Thursday. Lo and behold, Baker Mayfield checking the game and march his right. team down the field for the game winning drive uh-huh. against the Raiders. Ain't that crazy? That's why whole new team gets dropped by the Panthers. Whole new team. Within days, you on the field leading them with a game winning drive. Mm-hmm. I said that. See, sports. Hey, sports. Hey, shout out to him though. Although, thank you for mentioning that because I just forgot. I know I forgot something. Shout out to Booger McFarland because he on the uh, probably on Monday night uh, countdown talked about the fact that there's a double standard when it comes to one Mister Dak Prescott because you saw the drive yesterday, 98 yards, however many minutes or whatever. Which was a solid drive. I don't think anybody's going to debate that. But he's still going to get the, oh, they suck, oh, they're terrible, right? But Brady does it. Stafford does it. He mentioned, like, Joe Burrow doing it. And everybody's only just focusing on the drive. Maybe let's – I'm not saying that Dak didn't deserve some, uh, some feedback, if you will, for yesterday's performance because he did. But all I'm, but let's make sure we're uh, doing that with all the other quarterbacks in the league. Is all I'm saying. Interesting. I thought about it too late, and I did, it slowed me down getting that one piece of audio while we already started, and I didn't want to mess the audio up anymore. So, was the audio pertaining to this? Yes. Who was it? It was Booger. I just said. I, oh, you said oh Booger. Oh, because mm-hmm. you just told us what Booger said. I thought right. you were saying somebody else said something else. Well, no. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Uh, Dak is uh, the quarterback of America's team. And as the quarterback of America's team, you are under a different, you know, telescope, obviously. You know, y'all got all these primetime games. Y'all get all these uh, big-time days. Like, uh, absolutely. Because people tune in, duh. Well, yes, that's why I said America's team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So you got, sorry. That's how that's how sports works, mm-hmm. In case you forgot. That's how sports works. So unless if you can't handle the heat, get out of the kitchen. I ain't my you name. Trying ain't say he, that. You trying to say he can't? No, not at all. I I'm just saying. I'm just, on behalf of I'm just gonna I, I am gonna speak on behalf of my boy. <laughs> I think he's fine. He signed up for it. He's strong. Okay. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But yes. Uh never mind. I'm gonna leave this for myself. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what's next here? Tom Brady stinks up the joint. Yes, oh, he did. my God. Yeah. Y'all. <laughs> 49ers books. Uh, this think... was these, this was the Sunday night game. Mm-hmm. And. No, this afternoon. A Sunday afternoon game, mm-hmm. a 425 game. And. Gotcha. America's game of the week at that. <laughs> and yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised the score. Let me look at the score. I'm surprised the score was that low because I believe the 49ers had 30 in the third. They had. Yes, they had 35 in the third. Yeah, they didn't. Nobody scored in the fourth. So it was 30. Yeah, it was 35 to zero when I stopped watching in the third and the score ended 35 to seven. Y'all. They beat them boys like they stole some. They did. They did. Tom Brady looked terrible. Now, granted, uh, he did hit his hand on somebody's helmet at mm-hmm. one point. 
So maybe, like Mervin just, you know, may, maybe, you know, that affected, you know, mm-hmm. his his throwing. Um, yeah, two interceptions. Um, him and Mike Evans, the connection that was once there has Gone. seemed to disappear. Um, yeah, and the 49ers looked... Absolutely incredible. They did. To have a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. who was drafted last in the draft leading them against the GOATs. Yeah. It's, it looked absolutely incredible. I don't know what's going on in San Francisco. <laughs> but, like, I need them to, they're not, obviously, they wouldn't, but I need them to, like, share their playbook with the rest of the league. Because you think about it. <laughs> Me and you have had discussions about Jimmy Garoppolo and how pedestrian he is. Uh-huh. And you get mad at me, but you know it's the truth. You just don't want me to be right. Mm-hmm. But that team was a few plays away from going to the Super Bowl. Again, last year. They say, you know what? Jimmy's not the guy. Let's start uh, our first round draft pick from last year, Trey Lance. Let's get him in there and see what happens. It looked bad. Then Jimmy comes back, and they start winning again. Jimmy gets hurt. They put in literal Mr. Relevant from this year. And they come out and blow out Tampa Bay by 28. And let's be clear. Yes. Well, no. Tom Brady is not the Tom Brady that we know and love or hate. or And Tom Brady is not the guy that he used to be. But that defense is still a solid defense. So to come out and hang 35 on them like it's nothing, 35 through three quarters like it's nothing, San Francisco's got something figured out. And I need everybody, I need the Cowboys especially and everybody in the league to to try to figure out what they got going on out there. Because that's the type of stuff that will get Mike Shanahan a coach of the year, uh, not just from the, from the last few weeks, if he can keep winning with Brock Purdy starting. Yeah, shout out to Coach Shanahan. You know what I'm saying? Like, clearly the system mm-hmm. is working, okay? Right. No matter who you put in there, clearly the system is working. But let's not negate. Brock Purdy in the performance oh, yeah. he had. Absolutely. I said, this is a rookie? This is a rookie, rookie. play like this? 185 to 185 yards in the air. Two touchdowns. Okay. Almost had an interception. But they caught that back because of a, a defensive holding. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, on the ground, he had a touchdown. Like... Sir, where did you come from? Like uh, that would be Ames, Iowa. <laughs> I don't know where he's from, but he did go to Iowa State. I'm dead. Yeah. That's because honestly, that's the only like I heard the name Brock Purdy, and I was like, wait, Purdy, Purdy from from Iowa State. Okay, shout out to him. Didn't think he was gonna do anything, but yeah, he it was not expected. But he, like you said, he balled out on Sunday. Christian McCaffrey balled out. Mm-hmm. Debo Samuel was balling out. Until he got hurt. Until he got hurt. Yeah. Which is a huge loss for them because Debo is Debo is like Taysom Hill minus the quarterback and well the the passing ability because he'll run it on you, he'll catch it on you. You can give him a, a a jet sweep and he might still take it thirty yards on you. He's he's one of those players that can do pretty much everything. I think they said it was an MCL issue, but that he's expected to still play this season. I think that's what I saw. Well, that's good for him because they yeah. need him. Um, yeah, but uh, 
yeah, the Bucks uh, look terrible. Tom Brady, per usual, hollering at everybody on the field. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so mentioned Tom Brady was picked off twice. Okay, he he looked terrible. I, I mean, he's st- listen. He's still to go, but he looked terrible. Right. Um, hasn't been clicking all. Maybe the divorce is getting to him. Although I saw a picture of who they say he's dating now. And. I mean. Right. <laughs> you know, he he's the greatest <laughs> NFL player of all time. His, I mean, let's look at his ex-wife. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Come on now. I didn't know she made more money than him. Yeah. Supermodel international supermodel so you know his new girl fine i was like okay now maybe i thought that would translate on the field it's not yet maybe mm-hmm. the divorce is still you know hey he's probably he's grieving man that yeah that hurts yeah although so, um although clearly it doesn't hurt that bad because they said he might play next year oh yeah i mean if you, well, I, mean, I guess if you're going through a divorce, to, I guess you I'm ain't got nothing to stay at home for now. So I'm about to say, if you're going through a divorce, you want something. Well, the divorce is final, I guess, and you you want something to get mm-hmm. your mind off of it. Um, See, anyways, and it's crazy. Well, go ahead, because he said he was going to play till 45, and everybody looked at him and laughed at him like, "Shut up, old man! You getting you going to see now? You already got your CTE kicking." But this man says 45. I mean, not playing at the high level that we're used to, but still at a high enough level to where his team is in the playoff picture. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, well, anyway, speaking of him playing terrible, so one of his picks um, was intercepted by Dre Greenlaw. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tipped it and caught it himself. Well, after the game, Dre decides to walk up to Tom Brady <laughs> After this terrible game that Tom Brady had, mm-hmm. mind y'all, it was 35-0 to zero in the third quarter. Terrible game. And walks up to him and asks him for an autograph. And Tom Brady signs the ball in which the guy intercepted. I mm-hmm. said, that's respect. That's respect. I Shout flew with him. it. I flew with it. Uh, Michelle had a tweet that went viral. Did you see it? Um, and it, it? I mean, it makes sense. Uh, let me find it real quick. Um, basically, let me see. I just like this, so it should be here. Uh, but Michelle, you know, she's uh from Boston, right? Diehard uh, pa- uh, Patriots fan, so she loves right. her some Brady. Well, anyway, she said Brady's at the point in his career where he understands the respect and admiration from opposing players. Right? Absolutely, you're the greatest of all time. You're I'm sure all, all time. the time. And you think about it. Look at Brock Purdy. Brady been playing longer than Brock Purdy's been alive. So all these guys, all these young kids, young cats grew up watching him anyway. So, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I could imagine if I were on the field with Brady. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if I would have the gall to oh, <laughs> be like, that, that takes a pair. Start? That yeah. takes a pair to do that. But, hey, shout yeah. out to him. I don't know if I would do all that. If I could get him to sign an interception ball. But I definitely would walk up to him, just my admiration, like, bro. Mm-hmm. No disrespect <laughs> on the sorry, interception. Sorry I have to, <laughs> hey, look, sorry I had to intercept you. I promise it's just business. <laughs> yeah, it's just business. But, like, I've been watching you since, like, yeah. 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 Um, but, yeah, shout out to um, uh, Dre Greenlaw for getting that ball. Shout out to, mm-hmm. to Tom Brady for, even after a terrible performance. Now, let's not negate his performance where he scored two touchdowns in the final uh, three, minutes, yeah. three minutes last week, you know, sh- it takes a lot 
for you to be pissed off because he was pissed off during this game mm-hmm. and still signed an interception ball. Yeah. So shout out to him. Goat, goat, doing goat things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he knows he's the goat. He knows he's the greatest of all time. Shout out to him. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't like watching Tom Brady stick it up. So if he keeps stinking it up, maybe, you know, let's, you know, remember how it was. You know what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, okay, Mervin. So uh you sent me the clip okay mm-hmm. y'all i watch undisputed i watch fox sports that's my um uh, that's my um, that's your viewing. talking head platform yes that's my talking platform that's what i like to view i like undisputed not for skip <laughs> i think skip be out of his mind most times oh, and like yes. has bad takes we all remember when Mervyn got mad because I was calling him bad takes uh skip junior that, uh, that was that was really disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> You, you can talk about me, but let's not be disrespectful. <laughs> so I clearly watched for Shannon Sharp. Let me some Shannon Sharp. We share a thing in common. We are LeBron James stands. Excuse me. LeGoat James stands. I also watch First Things First. My guy Nick Wright, he went to Syracuse. One thing me and Nick share, we are LeBron James stands. Oh, sorry. LeGoat James stands. Uh, and Speak. I like Speak. Emmanuel Acho. Joy has joined the show. Um... What's that guy's name? The Dallas Cowboy. I feel uh, like every time I see something from Emmanuel Acho, it's okay. His uh, his football <laughs> show. He was actually very well spoken, but he did have he had some. He just be making know, some uh. Some I don't know what it was. Are, uh, yeah, but I say I don't remember what it was that he was talking about. But he has it. It, it depends because okay. sometimes he be on point with the commentary, and sometimes he does raise eyes like. Mm, I don't know if that was it, buddy, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but his sports commentary, very well spoken. Like, he speaks so eloquently, mm-hmm. and like, when, you, when we say sports is poetry, like, he lays it down like it's poetry. Love that. Well, anyways, but it's a whole panel. Um, Joy uh, is now on the show. Um, she went from Colin Cowher to speak. Um, what's that guy's name? The Cowboys guy? The, I don't know. Anyways. Uh, a lot of Cowboy players. I'm no, he's a, not a player. He's a reporter. Uh, he's on Fox, but you don't watch Fox Sports. Um, oh, oh, Dave McMenamin? No. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Dave McMenamin. Um, well, anyways, so apparently things got a little heated <laughs> this morning yeah. on Undisputed. Now, Skip, bad take Skip. You know, we all know he's going to ride behind, you know, whoever he ride behind. Mm-hmm. You know, although with the Cowboys, it's a little weird. Like, Cowboys, like he's a delusional Cowboys fan, as most are, including Mervin. But like when the Cowboys actually do something good, he like rips, you know, what they could have done better. And I'm just like, sir, if you don't take this win, right? You know. But then when they doing bad, he like, oh, but no, we're not doing bad. But like, it's just delusion in some Mm -hmm. parts, and in other parts, it's just not no accountability. Anyways, okay, Mervin, go ahead, play the clip. Um, wait, uh, to set this up, Shannon was talking about. How bad Tom Brady played because, as we mentioned, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady played horrible. Played horrible, and Skip Bayless is a huge mm-hmm. Tom Brady fan. Okay, Skip Bayless, a talking head, a media guy, journalist for twenty plus years. Okay, some people say you know if there was a is there a Hall of Fame for journalists, he Probably. would be in it. Uh, he would be in. Anyways, uh, Shannon Sharp, he's in the Hall of Fame uh, football, um, Hall of Fame tight end. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, you know, one of the versatile tight ends before, you know, it became a normal thing. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> go play that clip. Go. 
Still playing at a high level at 45 when you had to stop at 35. Yeah, that's what you that's do. That's the point. That's what you do. Every time somebody, every time I call something into question, I'm jealous. No. Yeah, I did well, what I did. I never did. said you were jealous of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I did what I did. You make it seem like I was a bum. I'm in the effing Hall of Fame. Okay, I so got what? three Super Bowls. So what? So what? He's way better than you were. I'm better way than you were. I got to see what you do. You take personal shots. No, when you, for I, don't, the I don't take yeah. personal oh, shots. Time you time started time it. Time out. You would take a personal shot at me. I didn't so take a personal shot at you. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? You would take a personal shot. Put your glasses back on. Can I finish? You're willing to take a personal shot at me to say this man is better than me because I say he's playing bad this year? Well, because you 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 just Go ahead. you disrespect him. It, it's just so. It, so it's you would just you know what? It's beneath your you dignity. You would disrespect me to no. support him. No, well, I'll, I'll support him over anybody because he's the greatest player who ever have played your it. game, and it's by have far. At it. Have at it. Okay? Take off, bro. I'm going to have at it because I'm going to have at you. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I saw that clip. And I said, Skip is lucky that Shannon Sharp remember where he was and remembers right? that, them, that them checks cash every two weeks. Right. Because Shannon Sharp <laughs> would have been well within his rights and probably would be able to get it after he got fired from Fox. <laughs> he would have been able to get a job pretty much anywhere after he jumped across that desk <laughs> and, and physically let Skip Bayless know why what he was saying was not the right thing to be saying. Because look, we can, like you said, you talk about the Cowboys all the time. You're going to let me know when the Cowboys do horrible. And I expect uh -huh. that, right? Yeah. But I'm not going to come at you personally, you know, take personal jabs at you because you're talking about my Cowboys that I love and hold near and dear to my heart. That's not, that's just not how we roll. Yeah. So you're not going to talk about the man, talk about Tom Brady, his performance, all you want to. But me talking about him just because my career, well, let's take it from us. We never had prof professional careers. That don't mean we're jealous. We might be a little bit. But, you know, <laughs> we might be a little bit. But that's not why I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it bad because the man played horrible. So he's talking about, oh, he's better than you. Well, we know that. But that's not the point. He's just talking about the performance that happened yesterday. And you want to come at him because you butt hurt because he's right. And your, your, your favorite player ever looked horrible yesterday because he looked his age. This is the reason why people don't like Skip Bayless. Yeah. Because he does stuff like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, if we remember a couple months ago when Jenny Taft was on the show and her and Skip Bayless got into it mm -hmm. because he called Mike McCarthy fat and said the reason why the Cowboys can't win is because Mike McCarthy's out of shape. And oh, she's yeah. It's like, that. well, my college coach was a little bigger. We were good. Like, mm -hmm. what does that have to do with anything? And then now she's no longer on the show. Right. You know, Skip Bayless is the problem. Yes, <laughs> he is. He's the problem. Like, how are how are you going to tell this man? He said, I am an NFL Hall of Famer. Right. That should be the end of the discussion. The Holy Grail. That, that's, got, that's the end of the discussion. It, Skip responds, so what? He said, I got three Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Skip responds, so what? No way. Mm -mm. I'm sorry. Shannon is is Shannon is by far more qualified to talk mm -hmm. about football than Skip Bayless. Right. Shannon Sharp played football and excelled at football at a high level. Right. No way. You about to be uh, another well, word pooping on my accolades. Thank you. To 
boost up somebody who could care less about you. Right. That like, and it's not like, like we're talking about the guy and saying he's a bum. Nobody's right. saying Tom Brady's a bum. Bum he performance. Said his performance, his season so far, his right. performance. But anybody anybody who knows anything about football knows Tom Brady's the GOAT. And nobody's debating that yes. anymore. Yes. So we're not talking about this man. We're not talking about his legacy. We're not talking about anything outside of from four, from 325 to about 7 o'clock yesterday afternoon and his team looked horrible. That's all we're talking about. But, you know, people want to get, you know, see. see. And, and he's talking about how Skip stopped at 35 and Tom Brady's still going at 45. Let's not forget. The quarterback position is the most, by far, most protected position in football. Absolutely. Okay. We see Pat uh, roughing the passer uh, calls every week. That's just like, okay. Why is that roughing the passer? Okay. All right. Uh, speaking of, did you see Mike White get laid out? Okay. I did. Twice. Yes. Did you see the one? Did I send you one? Mm-mm. But Bruh. I saw the hits. I saw them. Bruh. Yeah. Meanwhile, you put laying body weight on somebody is roughing the passer. Uh, come on now. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, no, you're not. Mm-mm, I'm sorry. We, you're not about to on national TV. Me and you, they close. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We work together. We close. And on national TV, you willing to poop on my career to boost up Mm-mm. Tom Brady's when you don't even have to do that, right? Just admit the man speak for himself. Speak for themselves. Just admit the man had a bad game and mm-hmm. has, is having an off season. <laughs> and his age may have something to do with it. Right. May not. May have something to do with it. He's doing it at a level that we have not seen somebody do it. So maybe it has something to do with it. That's you know what I'm saying? Like Skip got all kinds of crazy uh, sports commentary about all kinds of people. Skip, get on there and talk about LeBron James all the time. Mm-hmm. That's how Shannon thinks about LeBron James. Shannon thinks LeBron James is the greatest of mm-hmm. all time, and he puts LeBron James on a pedestal. He he ain't take no personal shots at Skip because Skip got right. something about LeBron. Skip hates LeBron. <laughs> like, does not like that man. Like, come on now. Uh-uh. Skip, I think it may be time. <laughs> <Just go ahead. laughs> Go ahead and uh, unplug that microphone and hang it up. <laughs> it may be time for Skip to hang it up. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. You can't be attacking a man's care, uh, uh, his career on national television. Right. Your friend. Like, he just, it's just, you know, like, if you can't have a conversation on TV without getting your feelings hurt. Right. And then disrespect you, to somebody. You, you don't need to be, you know, Skip, hate you. Shout out to your career. You know, but uh, I think because I, you know, he used to get into it with uh, with Stephen uh, A. With Stephen A. And like just lose it. Now Stephen mm-hmm. A. would lose it too. So you know that right. that was just a crazy show. But uh, yeah, I think I don't enjoy watching Skip Bayless. Anyways, you know, no offense, Skip. It's just you know, no, I'm a LeBron fan. I better say I'm a LeBron fan. All you do is talk bad about LeBron. You like mm-hmm. the Cowboys. Like we just don't click. And I think he got bad takes. But you know, um, yeah. I mean, Shannon Sharp looked like he wanted to come across that table. He and when did. Shannon took off his glasses and Skip said, put your, put your, put your glasses back on. Sir, do no, not whoa, tell whoa, me whoa. Like, what to do with now. my frustration. Now, right. Because you're the reason i off now. Thank you. Yeah, no, nah, he, he was shipping. Mm-mm. I would have, yeah, I would have had to get up and walk away. I don't even know how. Yeah. I need to go look and see how this ended. 
I need to get up and walk away. Or else. I'm a somebody said <laughs> it just it just took a lot of restraint. We'll just yes, say it that. Did. Took a lot of restraint. Yes. Yes. Anyways, uh yeah, but um another episode of Skip Bayless is the problem. Right. Uh, uh in other news in the NFL, uh the Detroit Lions, who I mentioned last week, are really a few plays from being like, I don't know, a three or four loss team. Uh, came out and beat the Vikings yesterday, 34-23. After allowing uh, midday Kirk Cousins to absolutely go bananas uh, for 425 yards, but they still came out with the win, uh, winning 34-23. I'm going to just say this right now. You know what? Because you get mad at me for kind of half-making predictions. Next year, the Detroit Lions are winning the NFC North. Green Bay's down. Chicago sucks. And I said it let I said it a while already. If Detroit had a slightly better defense, they would not be losing the games that they lost. For example, looking through this earlier, thinking about this. Week one, they lost to the Eagles by three points. Week two, well, no. Uh week three, they lost to the Vikings by uh by four points. They lost to Seattle by five points after putting up 45 points. They lost to the Dolphins by four points. Uh, who else did they lose to? They lost to the Bills by three points. They're right there. And they're playing for Dan Campbell. And Dan Campbell is becoming that guy to where you're realizing his players love to play for him and they will do anything for him. And that includes, obviously, winning a football game. And they, oh, oh. And, okay, so they're six and seven right now. I'm about to say, aren't they like in the playoff hunt? No, nah, they're not. Well, they're not. Are you sure? Well, you know what, Ashley? Thank you for saying that. Yeah, uh, they are. They are because of that. That tie messes messed stuff up because had the Giants just outright lost that game, the uh, the Lions would be literally a game out. But looking at the rest of the uh, last four games that they have, they get. The Jets, the Panthers, the Bears, and the Packers. And they're in the playoff hunt, last I checked. They are. They're like a game and a half out. They could very easily, I'm not going to say easily, because it's going to take some help. They could mess around and be in the playoffs out of nowhere. Shout out to them. Because, you know, of course, with them being on hard knocks, you're like, oh, shout out to them, but they're going to be like a 5-1 team or whatever. But they're yeah. sitting at six right now with three winnable games, probably four, because by the time that they get to the Packers game, the Packers might just be saying whatever and getting ready for next year uh, with Jordan Love to start. If they go, if they finish this year out 10 and seven, there's a very strong possibility that they're in the playoffs. Yeah, very strong possibility for sure. Just a game and a half out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know about them being number one in the NFC North next year, though. I mean, the Vikings are still there. It'd be between them and the Vikings. Okay. I mean, that's what it is right now. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, I'm it's, saying, it's, it's but a I'm clear saying, gap between them and the take, Vikings. But you take yes. them and give the Lions probably a better defense. Mm-hmm. It looks like Jerry Goff is somehow that guy again because he's been – he hasn't been a big ball of suck like he has been in uh, in recent memory. And at the very least, he's 
at the very, very least, he's being the Jimmy Garoppolo of Detroit and saying, hey, I'm not going to be the reason we don't we uh, lose this game. Um, I think all, not all, but quite a few of your football takes, like from the beginning of the year, you was like, Jared Goff sucks, Nick Sirianni can't coach. What else did you say? They're all like. <laughs> I said a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Raiders were good. They were going to look good this year. Um, remember, because we had to talk about. Yep. Yeah, I did. Uh, what else you say? Okay, because we things. didn't think the Raiders were going to look this bad. It's a few things you just said that um, like completely just flipped. But one thing you have said that you stand by is Cliff Kingsbury. You know, sucks at his job. Mm-hmm. And no offense, Cliff Kingsbury, but it's not looking good right now in Arizona. It is not looking good. Mm-mm. He just signed that extension. So. You can fire a coach. That's right. You can so fire a coach. That, that's no that problem. Is, that's literally what we're thinking. So that's, I think that's what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, mm, I know. <laughs> you know, you know, hit them with that. You know, I was looking over this contract and I think I missed that. I meant to put a one instead of a four. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and let you go, Cliff. Yeah. Yeah, especially with all the drama on top yeah, of having a sorry just, season. Yeah, it's so much. You gotta, you gotta get them out of there. Yeah, um, the Cardinals lost to the Patriots tonight, mm-hmm. and um, everybody named mom was getting hurt. Kyler Murray, they say they fear it might be a torn ACL. Wouldn't that be terrible to cap no, off this terrible season? It was not contact, so it's probably it's got to be something bad. Yeah. Um, was it the first play of the game? Uh, I think they said third, but yeah. Third. Um, but yeah, four and nine. Yeah, with Kyler Murray, mm-hmm. and we saw Kyler Murray cussing you out on the sidelines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might be uh, looking to, for a new head coach. You might uh, be. You're going to be up out of there, good buddy. But yeah, uh, shout out to him, though. Shout out to Cliff Kingsbury for his fine. Let's say that. Uh, but also, his house. I saw his house on something. I don't know what I was watching. He was on an interview from his home. Beautiful home. Unless you keep it in Arizona, uh, you know, for vacation or something. Mm-hmm. I have to list it, though. Because I don't know if, you know. But Arizona's a nice place to visit. So yeah, I'd visit Arizona. Not in the yeah. summer. But I'd visit. Yeah, so maybe he'll keep his house there. You know what I'm maybe. saying? Anyways. Uh, is any that other, it for... Any other? I was going to ask you, so I guess that's it. Although, one quick clip of our... Uh, it's like six seconds here. I just want you to spot why I'm playing this. Uh, this is Mr. RG3 uh, in the. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, you heard it. People okay. said that Jalen Hurts couldn't get it done. He couldn't operate from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. Why? I saw something. He meant, he he responded to that. He meant to say bugaboos. <laughs> or at least that's what he said. Right. But, but I, I was watching that live. I'm like, I think I'm getting ready for rehearsal or whatever. And I heard it. And I looked up. I said, did he just say that on, on live national television? You can't, you can't say that. Even if you even if you're black, you can't say that. Like that, that one caught me off guard. I'm 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 really hoping he meant to say bugaboos because that's what he said, which seems plausible enough, but you pushing Some, the limits, but was it RG3? They said something a while ago that he didn't. Why does he have to identify as African American? Was that him? I don't know. Sounds like it. I do know RG three has gotten a lot of heat he for has. the people he has decided to date. Right. 
especially like uh, especially like uh, I guess whenever he got married and people were letting him hear it about marrying a white woman and all that, which is your choice, but yeah, yeah, they they, they let him have it. Yeah, but you can't be using that word, yeah. sir, on national TV, right. Monday Night Football, when some folks already, you know, got their eyes mm-hmm. out on you. But hey, if that's what you meant to say, hey, that's what you meant to say. You know what I'm saying? Because if I misspeak one day, I hope people would be like, you know what? She misspoke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because live TV is live TV. Okay. Right. And sometimes, you know, your words just come out. So I could see maybe I'm just going, you know, but it ain't a good look. We're going to give you the if benefit it, of the doubt or no, right? but let, let's maybe keep our, our accidental racial slurs to like once every five years. <laughs> even though they, even if they are racial slurs used against you. <laughs> Well, right. your people. Your right. people. Yes, but okay. Yes. <laughs> we, we did bring up the history. I just want to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. I guess that's it for there. Um, are we going to culture now? Mm-hmm. All right. Culture segment, people. Finally, the Meg the Stallion versus the Tory Lanez trial has begun. I should really. Uh, when did this happen? July of 2020. Mm-hmm. Now, if we all remember July of 2020. Let's take, you know, let's all get in the time machine and go back to July of 2020. When we saw a video of Meg the Stallion from what looked like a chopper. Mm-hmm. And she was backing up with her hands up in the middle of the street. SUV beside her. Mm-hmm. We like, what's going on? Something dripping from her foot. What's going on? They got pulled over. Um, because people called said they heard some gunshots. Tory Lanez got uh, arrested because he had a gun on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the car was, I think his, uh, I don't know if his security guard was in the car, but Kelsey, uh, Meg Thee Stallion's best friend slash sister at the time. They have not spoken since July, since this incident, mm-hmm. July of 2020. Okay. Um, Meg Thee Stallion, of course, Tory Lanez. Well, a couple weeks later. What were the Jenners in the car too? No, they had came from Kylie Jenner's house. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yes. So apparently, uh, well, so, okay, at the time, she said she had stepped on some glass or something. That's what Meg Mm -hmm. Thee Stallion said. Two weeks later, Meg Thee Stallion gets on Instagram Live and said that Tory Lane shot her. And we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mm -hmm. Wait a minute. What happened? Now, if we remember, this was during the quarantine time, y'all. Tory Lanez had quarantine radio. When I tell you he was breaking Instagram records with lives on that radio, like the amount of people on his live stream, he was literally breaking the record for as the amount of people Instagram has ever had on live stream. Like quarantine radio was a hit in quarantine. He would call other people up on live, be playing music, stuff like that. Like I used to watch quarantine radio. Like it was a hit. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Meg Thee Stallion made a few appearances on Quarantine Radio. So I'm looking like, okay, they must be close. All right. Then there was videos of them together and people started speculating like, hmm, interesting. They sure are together all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, Meg Thee Stallion, I don't know how tall she is, people. Actually, let's look this up. Uh, 5'8". She's 5'8"? Um, that's, I think she's 5'8". Let's see if you're right. 5'10". Oh. Cool. Okay. Meg the Stallion is 5'10". And Tory Lanez five is 5'3". <laughs> I was joking. 
Wow. Um, Meg Thee Stallion is 5'10", and Tory Lanez is 5'3". Now, no offense to the short kings out there. No offense at all. But it was never made public that Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez had something going on. Maybe because it, you know, as public figures, mm -hmm. it's about the look. And, you know, maybe it would look odd. You know, 5'10", she got on heels, so now she what? Six feet. Six feet. Six feet. And Tory Lanez is 5'3". You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, she didn't want people to know. Maybe it was a sneaky link situation. I don't know. But most started coming out once she went on live. Mm -hmm. Tory Lanez said he didn't do it. Uh, they uh, charged Tory Lanez with uh, assault. Actually, let me look up the, let me look up the uh, charges real quick. Because um, he has two charges for this trial that's happening right now. And mm -hmm. another one, he has only a court-appointed judge. Um, anyways, they charged him with, like, assault with um, a deadly weapon and, like, basically recklessness of having mm -hmm. a deadly uh, assault weapon or whatever. Um, anyways, so for two years, we were trying to figure out what had happened. Toy said he ain't shoot her. She said he shot her. Meg the Stallion, she done lost her mama. She lost her grandma. Uh, I think her daddy did too and he was like in jail mm -hmm. something like that she ain't got no parents so she like on Instagram literally like she grew up famous before our eyes so she over here literally crying on Instagram before our eyes saying like I trusted people that I should mm -hmm. not have trusted this man shot me and y'all need to protect black women Tory Lane still to this day said he ain't shot this girl he then dropped um uh album EP I don't know what the thing was basically talking about Meg Thee Stallion and how he slept with her, how he slept with her friend, mm -hmm. and that she was mad because he was trying to sleep with Kylie that night, which is all so messy. But that was on that was on the, uh, the album. Mm -hmm. The album didn't do much, okay? Have we not learned, y'all, it is lame. When you do lame stuff like that, we're not gonna listen. Right. Nobody listened to the baby's album when he came out and told everybody he smashed Megan. For what? What, what, lame? Lame. Now Drake, he on a whole other level. Okay, so Drake putting on his song, uh, "She a Stallion," but she lied about getting shot or whatever he said. That was lame too, Drake. That was. That was very lame. But Drake, he is lame, but he makes good music. You can tell Drake lame, but he makes good music. Anyways, so then uh, Meg Stallion, his Tory Lanes with the uh, cease and desist, and then she does an interview with Gail King, and she told Gail King they didn't sleep together. But after this opening trial, it was clearly, clearly, it, yeah, like, we done put two and two together. We know y'all slept together. Right. Okay. But now that the opening statements has been made, Meg Thee Stallion is expected to testify tomorrow, Tuesday. It's Monday night, y'all. Mm -hmm. She's supposed to testify Tuesday and say that they were sleeping together. Okay. Well, anyways, so opening day was today, y'all. Uh, the trial is expected to last eight days. Uh, as I mentioned, Meg Thee Stallion is supposed to uh, testify uh, tomorrow. But, uh, yeah. So, opening statements. You know, the prosecution gets a turn. The defense gets a turn. Mm -hmm. And the prosecution says that Meg Thee Stallion's friend, who is not her friend, they haven't spoken in two years, is going to testify that she saw, with her own eyes, Tory Lanez shoot Meg Thee Stallion. They also said that they are calling somebody to the stand that Tory Lanez called from jail that said 
he he apologized for shooting Meg. Now I don't know if he said the word shoot, mm-hmm. but he apologized for something on the phone to whoever the person he was talking to. They calling him to the stand. They calling Meg to the stand. Um, and yeah, so we found out Tory Lanez had gunpowder residue on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we also found out that the girl Kelsey, her friend, had gunpowder residue on him. Oh. So let's move over to the defenses side. The defense attorney for Tory Lanez gets up there and tells the jury. Now, the defense's job, y'all, for who ain't never seen uh, How to Get Away with Murder, uh, is to, you know, bring doubt. You right. Know? Just throw out whatever you can to make the jury stick. Hmm. Maybe he didn't do this. Maybe he didn't. Y'all, Tory Lanez's defense attorney came out swinging. I don't know if it's a guy or it's a girl. But whoever that is said that Kelsey, Meg Thee Stallion's best friend, shot her. And it was because they got into an argument because she found out that Megan was sleeping with Tori after she slept with Tori. Mm. And I'm like, interesting. Mm. Then the defense allegedly said at court, this is what I'm reading um, and hearing from all the blogs, that... Meg Thee Stallion allegedly slept with these are people all that Meg Thee Stallion apparently slept with after Kelsey. Apparently Tory Lanez was Kelsey's first mm-hmm. and then quote unquote Meg Thee Stallion. Mind you this is his defense attorney talking y'all so <laughs> this could be all lies. Right. I, and once I say what I'm about to say I'm like mm, it's looking more like lies. It's looking more like let me just spend whatever I can spend right. to make this. Uh, this man said that Meg Thee Stallion and Kelsey shared Tory Lanez, the baby, and Ben Simmons. Now, Ben Simmons probably over there like, now, how I get How it? you get brought in there? <laughs> this reminds me of when Kanye West, mind you, we ain't talked about him in a couple weeks, and I'm glad we have him, because I'm glad he got canceled, because listen, I've been telling y'all to cancel Kanye for the longest. When Kanye started, you know, doing his uh just you know going off mm-hmm. and he said last thing this man slept with Kim and posted Chris Paul picture right. like what <laughs> like wait a minute hold <laughs> on now <laughs> when I tell you I'm looking like wait a minute <laughs> and then that Nene leaks Jif comes up as he does all the time mm-hmm. now why am I in it <laughs> Chris Paul at home like now why am I in it Kanye really Really, and it was a whole bunch of memes about Chris Paul coming home to uh, his wife. I think her name is Jada. Um, it was it, hilarious, mm-hmm. but uh, hopefully, you know, that didn't cause any problems in the house. And I don't know if it's true, but if it is, T. Uh, so Ben Simmons post on his story <laughs> the uh, the clip of Rick Ross at the AEW uh, the wrestling thing mm-hmm. behind the scenes. You know how they do all the dramatics, and he goes accusations, false <laughs> accusations. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Ben Simmons posted on his story. So I'm like, okay. The fact that Ben Simmons' name was brought up in the first place, I was definitely thinking, okay, this is a little odd. This is definitely, what? Where did he come from? But then with Ben Simmons, like, false accusations now, I could understand why he would be covering his tail. I think he still uh, is with Kendall Jenner. I don't know. Um, But, uh, yeah, this is just very wild. Um, All this came out day one opening statements um Tory Lane said the two girls were fighting over him and Kelsey shot her um 
Listen, at the end of the day, Meg Stein got shot. Right. Okay. And if it was two women there, and pause, if Kelsey gets on the stand and says, I saw Tory Lane sh- shoot Megan, and they ain't talked for two years, I'm believing her. Like, what? What? We ain't talked for two years, but I'm still taking up for you? Mm-hmm. Like, we clearly don't fool with each other. Like, Kelsey used to be on Megan's hit. Megan had Kelsey in music videos when Kelsey should not have been in music videos, if you catch my friend. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if we not if we not rocking with each other no more, why am I testifying for you? Right. If, I'm def- the, if I'm the defense, I'm getting, okay, so why y'all stop talking? Right. Okay, bet. So, what did you see? So, you have no reason to lie, correct? You have no reason to protect her, correct? Like, listen, I think once this trial is over, this is my, you know what I'm saying, opinion. I think it's going to come out that Tori did, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. shoot Megan. And then everybody needs to, you know, I think Drake needs to apologize at that point. I don't Absolutely. think it's going to happen. But I think Drake needs to apologize. I think all the other folks need to apologize. Like, what y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would she make something up like this? Like, right. I believe I believe the victim un- unless there's nothing to believe. But the fact that you spew it out uh, and, ben, as Ben Simmons says, false accusations. Right. Like, you, like, the defense job is to throw crazy stories out there to where you catch on to one of them and be like, mm, mm-hmm. maybe he didn't. Right. And I think that's what's happening here. Uh, she was shot. Um is bullet fragments in the foot like there's no denying that and uh this is gonna be a messy one i see i see this is gonna be a messy one uh meg is gonna have to tell the world because it is being reported everything that's being said is in the transcript the reporters can see it mm-hmm. she's gonna have to tell the world what happened did tori sleep with the both of y'all uh you know her intimate details gonna have to be out there but yep. like why would you put yourself through this if it wasn't true you know what I'm saying that, that's how I would feel right. now innocent until proven guilty mm-hmm. now granted it could we have seen guilty people get off now I ain't gonna say no names we all know a few court cases where we were like mm-hmm. he definitely did that you know what I'm saying Right. Um. but yeah it, it's been messy so far I hear Kendall Jenner, not Kendall Jenner, Kylie Jenner, uh, might have to testify. Hmm. Um, they got text messages where Tori, I saw the text messages myself, Meg posted them, where he apologized the night of, mm-hmm. and he said he was apologizing for sleeping with both of them. And she said he was apologizing for shooting her. And I believe it was because she, because why are you on the phone apologizing to her friend? And I think this is a separate friend from Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Way on phone with the friend saying, I'm sorry. Like, what you apologize to that friend for? Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because it started, this whole situation started because she was trying to protect him, a black man. And then, you know, now nobody wants to protect a black woman. And she's just getting shots. People just taking shots at her for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Protect black women. The most underprotected people in America protect black women. Because you know why? The situations like this, when the black men don't protect the black women. That's what, that's what, you know what I'm saying? Like, anyways, the case, the, the, the trial is finally here. Thank the Lord. Because I was tired of all this back and forth, the Twitter fingers, all this Tory Lanes and party, Meg, boyfriend, getting into it on social media. Tired of all of it. I want to see the facts. I want to, t- what happened? Okay. What happened? 
All right. Tory Lanez might take the stand. I wouldn't do it if I was him. You know what I'm saying? Probably didn't have a choice. Well, normally, uh, oh, well, I guess you trial, can't. Yeah. yeah, if you're on trial, you can um, choose not to take the stand because mm-hmm. you don't have to incriminate yourself. Right. Um. But yeah. Um. So we'll see uh, what comes out from this. Um. Hmm, was there any else, anything else from um, the court case that I missed? Um. No, I think that's it. Okay. I think that's it. Well, yeah. Ooh, real quick before we get out of here. Uh, shout out to my boy, Messi. Uh, he plays in the uh, World Cup semifinals later today uh, against Croatia. So I hope they figure that out and get on to the semifinal because that's the one thing Messi needs before riding off into the sunset of enter Miami and eventually retirement is getting that World Cup. So hopefully they can get it. And unfortunately, they're probably going to have to play France in the finals if they do make it. But, you know, we'll see how that goes. Hold on now. All right. Don't skip over Morocco. Now, granted. Hey, <laughs> shout out to the Moroccans. Yep. But yep. Cinderella's usually it's, come to an end. Shout around. out to the first African team. Shout out to them. To reach the World Cup Beat, semifinals. Beating Spain and Portugal in back-to-back games. Shout out to them. Shout out. Shout out to the first African team, you know. I mean, you know, other than that, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't really care much about the World Cup. I know. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to history. Shout out to the first African team to make the right. World semifinals. Um, is there anything else that I may have saw this week or did see this week? Uh, shout out oh. to Patrick Mahomes, still looking amazing, I must say, with his beautiful backyard football place. Uh. Shout out to the worst officiated call I've ever seen with the most with the high stakes on the oh. line that Georgia High School playoff uh that, sorry Georgia High School state championship game where a team was at the two yard line the quarterback got stopped at the one the ref somehow called it a touchdown yeah uh, to put him up by four points and win him a state championship it's if you haven't seen it it's one of the most egregious missed calls you will ever see in your life. Ever. Like, it almost yeah. makes you wish that you could actually go back and change the result after the fact because it was that bad. Football must not be that big in Georgia. High school football because had that happen with one of these Texas teams. Oh, oh that ref would have made it to his car. Oh, baby. <laughs> he made it to his car. <laughs> baby. Yeah. Would I the, tell the you? The good thing is state championships happen at AT&T Stadium. And it take it would take a lot for somebody to get on the field, mm-hmm. but yeah, if that would if that was Texas, and that was like not in the our championships happen at Jerry World. If it was somewhere that's not there, and somewhere where it's a little bit easier to get on the football field, that ref would have had some real issues getting uh, getting back home safety without a police escort. Yeah, yeah, for sure. If it was at Dallas Kincaid, oh. where I was on Saturday, oh, oh, over, over. Let let that be a regular season game at Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, um, that's it for me. I don't really have anything. Um, you know, another week of sports. Uh, end of the year. Oh, hey. I got your Christmas gift. I'm not shipping it to you though. I'll wait till you get here on for New Year's because 
this is free shirt you got? Yes. Thanks. Wait, you said free? Mm-hmm. You paid for it? <laughs> yes, I paid for it. You got discount? No. This ain't the shirt you were talking about the last time? Yeah, it is, but I forgot to go get it uh, then. So, me being me, I went to the Astros team store and paid full price for it like a dummy. So, wow. yeah. Hey. Hey. Shout out to you. I'll be expecting you the real MVP. I'll be expecting my Christmas gift when I see you too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh-huh. so while, while uh-huh. Ashley thinks about that, we're gonna get we're gonna get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. We thank y'all for sticking around with us. Uh we're gonna get like I said, we're finna get out of here. That's Ashley. I'm Murphy. This is episode 93. And we'll be back next week with episode 94 of the More Right Than Wrong Podcast.